Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thanks for tuning in to Wire People Into That. We'll be back next week with our first official episode of 2016. Until then, enjoy this part two of the Horcast and On Your Face podcast crossover special with Susie Q and Sam Solo. Our 2015 year insights. So one we did not get into, which is also was going to be under the, the heading of the properly shamed, um, is the Ashley Madison story. Ah. And so that is one of the biggest, this maybe is the number one, like one of the biggest sex stories. It's like mm-hmm. a, a sex story, like consent and rape and sex. It's like they're and but also interrelated, but yeah, and privacy. privacy. But I wanted to say, you know, the last piece of the properly or undershamed mm-hmm. Ashley Madison hackers, I feel like did not get shamed at all. Agreed. And, right. and there the is impact this team, right? There is this type of puritanical repressed internet vigilante right. who's like super slut shamey mm-hmm. and like, yeah. I, they're the people who are like, yeah, we like put out, Jenner, we you put know? your Jennifer Lawrence That's notes right. out because you should never show anyone your bare breasts How except for me. You. That's Except right. for me. Basically. That's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So those guys need more shame. And yes, the entire genre of human. Agreed. Which includes Gamergate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The impact team was, I think what those, those group of hackers called themselves who hacked Ashley Madison, the hookup site for folks who want to cheat cheat on their spouses slash just hire a prostitute. I said it. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they got hacked and leaked everybody's information. Um, a lot of the, that information was also, um, the, the, the interesting thing that happened was not just like, oh, this private information got leaked, but also the main thing that got leaked was the the, the trick. The right. trick of Ashley, Ashley Madison is that right. it's all fucking robots talking yeah. to dudes who want to cheat. So the impact team also wanted to showcase, hey, not only like here are the people who want to cheat on their spouses or who did cheat on their spouses, which could include politicians and priests and fit well not priests, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but figureheads. But moreover, that hey, this is the list of fools 
almost cuckolds, if you will, <laughs> fools who um, wanted to cheat and maybe did or maybe just talked to a robot all day and like got cheated out of their money. And this goes this goes back to consent in the sense of we we feel like we have to trick people into talking to robots, but wouldn't it be better if we had structure set up for people to get their needs met yeah. with either real people who are getting paid uh-huh. or actual robots who right. they knew that they're ro- like artificial intelligence. Like, like let's just, let's just, let's just do that. Blade let's, Runner forever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going to like, to me, the biggest thing that comes out of both Ashley Madison and the fappening is just the, is just like people having to face the reality of sex a little bit more like That's right. people, men want to have sex. Women want to have sex. Like sometimes they're going to have it with each other. Sometimes they don't want to have it with each other, even though they want it, they want it, you know, just from their computer or from their right. sex toy. And sometimes they want to take pictures of it, yeah. you yeah. know, and including movie stars. Guess what? Yeah. Everyone eventually is going to have like their nudes leaked or their like weird fetish profile revealed. It will be so interesting when they're, cause there will come a time, maybe, I don't think we'll be dead yet. I think we might be old and maybe no one will want to see pictures of us naked on the internet anymore. But, you know, we all have naked pictures of ourselves on the internet. So that's there forever. Um, Frozen in time, the portrait of Dorian Gray. But when (laughs) the, um, you know, 99 or 100% of, like, people in America have naked pictures of themselves on the internet, which, like, that day is fast approaching, everybody. Fast, fast, fast. What will that do about the way we think about sex work and the way we think about people who got paid to put their, you know, naked pictures on the internet? Totally. So it's it's exciting to think about, I think. Um, and it's kind of interesting to see the muggles all, like, sort it all out. Like, Ashley Madison, what's happening? You know, and like... <laughs> The sexting ring. The sexting ring. (laughs) Um, You know, and as we just move closer and closer towards like, you know, date zero, which is when like everyone's a whore. And now we deal. (laughs) If everyone's a whore, is no one a whore? Exactly. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. And also there, I mean, I think that that's a very good point. I think that. The the technology I do talk about this in my book, my Ooh, new book, the sexting book. Um, the technology is not create the moral panic is this idea that like the technology is creating an impulse or creating a desire or facilitating some right some Darkness. like it's some a dormant of dormant normal, evil yeah. within <laughs> awakening awakening the dormant evil within and. Um, but those a force, the, perhaps. A, fo- a force, <laughs> a, a dark, a dark <laughs> force. Um, that, but actually, people want to show each other their tits and always have, <laughs> and now they have new ways of doing it. And there's a there's a proverbial paper trail, right? There's a pixel right. trail, and so we can see it out of context, right? Like seeing somebody's naked selfie, which has is imbued with so much meaning right. for the person who took it and the person that they were sending it to. Oh. Like you, t- you, you, whatever that meaning is, then you take it out of context and you see it and you give your own interpretation and you're like, the meaning of this is something I'm scared of and don't understand or that's right. bad and let's repress it, let's regulate it, let's get it away from me. You know what I mean? I think I'm just thinking right now about so many of the naked selfies I've sent to Sam and what they might look like to someone out of context. And yeah, it's horrifying. Sorry. 
<laughs> so we'll post those in the show notes. No, those are only for me forever. <laughs> Until Fappening 2.0 for DF minus list for celebrities. <laughs> for the for people who are already, already all over naked on the internet. Haha, <laughs> 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 the fast selfies from Disneyland got leaked. Oh, the ones I didn't post already. <laughs> <laughs> but it would yes. be funny if they tried to ransom you <laughs> and you were like, um, um, I'm not giving you my money. I, that's going to happen. But if you would like to do a blackmail role play, I have a rate for that. <laughs> yeah, you can, exactly. can pay me to do this correctly. <laughs> um, where are we? <laughs> All right, guys, what else? So Ashley Madison was, a, was one of the like, big stories of the year. And, 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 more, like, and the final transition. And even though we have like scoffy sort of thoughts about it, like bottom line, like no, don't don't do that to people though. Impact team, little hackers. We like we like hackers when they you know behave, but not when they violate people's privacy. Yeah. So let's talk about another scandal about privately sent emails being made public. Sam, do you want to explain okay. the Pennsylvania thing? And then uh, I, I have they, they were released the uh, the the pornographic um, emails, and I, I would like to describe some of them to you because I'm looking at them on my phone right now. Ooh. All right, so there are two good little little political scandals that I that I want to talk about. Um, and the first one is the one I think you're talking about is Kathleen Kane, who was a public pro- prosecutor mm-hmm. for she was a state prosecutor, right, for the state of Pennsylvania. I believe that's correct. That's yes. correct. Um, she discovered a trove, I believe is the word, mm. a trove of nasty, <gasps> racist emails that also had like tons of sexually explicit content in them. Whoa. Basically just like dude bros in the Senate and prosecutors, Whoa. they were fellow prosecutors is what it was. And they were basically just like sending back, they were basically being on Reddit with each other, oh, God. just like sending each other gross, dumb shit. And she found it, and she was, like, actually following up on what? it and not just looking, turning the other cheek and being like, well, those boys are putting boys dirty stuff on boys. the internet. You know, this was, like, the office email. Oh, my God. And, and so that led to allegations against her coming out. Mm. So basically, whenever you try to fight corruption, you can't. You have to be perfectly squeaky clean. Right. And then if you're squeaky clean, they'll just frame you anyway. Yeah. So I'm looking at one of the emails right now, um, and this is a photocopied, very poorly. This is definitely like your mom doesn't know how to make a meme. Um, a photocopy. Your mom doesn't know how to make a meme of uh, something that is clearly from a hardcore pornographic uh, film or okay. still series um, of a uh, lady um, with perhaps augmented breasts, um, laying on her back on a wooden desk, um, with her, her head hanging over the side of the desk, um, with a cock in her mouth. Um, the cock is attached to someone who is only wearing a nice dress shirt. And it says as sort of like in the style of an inspirational poster, it says willingness Bend over backwards to do an exceptional job. And here's another one. Uh, Here is a lady, um, similar looking lady, um, giving head to someone who's clearly sitting in an office desk. Um, There's a router in this picture. Um, (laughs) uh, And it says, devotion, making your boss happy is your only job. 
uh, and here she is getting fucked and it says resourcefulness take advantage of every opening uh, and here she's sucking a very big cock and it says performance monthly performance evaluations are mandatory for all secretarial staff oh goodness courage there is <laughs> oh yep it's yeah courage so, no no that can that you is, describe this one yeah sure okay and, and i and i have a problem with this image actually not Oh no, I don't actually. I think it's fine. <laughs> you know, first upon of all, closer inspection. First of all, I just want to say that I don't hate any of these. Um, context, 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 context. These actually remind me of um, certain, uh, you know, cam people out there who really love office secretary role play. And um, all of my, <laughs> all of my, when I go in for a like a civilian job interview, I realize mm. that all of my uh, secretary doll or all of my, uh, like office interview, like quote unquote, like nice clothing. No, no. My like nice clothing was all purchased for slutty secretary scenes. Right. Totally. So I have like pencil skirts that are too small and very low cut blouses. Anyway. (laughs) And that's great. That's great on its own, but not for real when you're like no these are office procedures this is a thing that we circulate no or these are jokes that we these are this in, is part in, of our office in this culture. in this in this context of like bros passing these emails back and forth by the way bros who are government employees yeah on the clock yeah because off the clock make whatever fucking misogynistic jokes you do you yeah you you want we can talk about that but like spending taxpayer dollar time to send misogynistic pictures to one another which in a different context might not be misogynistic. You see what I mean? It's yes. the intention of how the picture is. Right. But it's I w- like a digital version of some of like a woman asking a group of dudes to stop talking about the graphic things they want to do to the woman who just left the room. Right. Right. And well, right. They're basically, and she's basically, and then this is them all turning again on her and like fucking her up for making them feel like the slightest bit of self-consciousness for the way they are. That's right. However, I will, I do want to say that, um, keeping your eyes open during the cum shot is courage. It is. Oh yeah. So yeah. It, I have no problem this, with that. So this 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 does it, it, it is a, it's a portrait of a cum shot yes. and it says courage you can never succeed if you never take a shot. Oh. It's not the best pun, but no. um, um but see it's it's so nice. You can tell it's 90s too because of the makeup of of the girl that she's wearing, you know, and and it's also 90s humor. It's like whereas a, a meme for now would be like courage just the, just the photo of the girl with her eyes open awaiting the money shot. You don't need to say anything else, but like the 90s version is like little punny thing. Explaining it. Oh, and then now I'm looking at the racist ones. No, Let's, don't look at those. Let's uh, okay. move on. All right. So we had one ridiculous sex scandal in Pennsylvania. Um, and then the other one, of course, these are, it's always the fucking Michigans and Pennsylvanians mm. of America. Um, this hey, we've one, got fans there. We like you too. Don't worry. You're we know, great. We know you're, you're great. killing it. Um, this was Todd Corser and Cindy Gamrat. I'm sure that's not how you say her name. Gamrat. Gamrat. Um, they were having an affair. Okay. They got caught. Ooh. They were being censured and probably going to like get kicked out or whatever. And Todd was like, nah, get kicked out of man. what? They were both state assembly people. Uh-huh. They were state senators. The gov. Yeah. Dot gov. Dot right. gov. Um, and they were <laughs> sleeping with each other and they're both married. Um, but Todd was like, no, man, I'm not going out like that. Oh, no. I'm going to 
throw pocket sand in their eyes and they'll never know that pocket what's real sand? anymore. That's a nine that's a TV reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a TV character that like gets out of a situation by throwing pocket sand at him. Anyway, his his big distraction was gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna send these nasty emails to myself. Oh right. <laughs> From an anonymous email Ooh. accusing me of a lot of things, including like being a frequenter of male prostitutes and a terrorist. <laughs> Which is basically the same. Yeah. No, <laughs> In a lot of people's eyes, yes. That is the same. Um, you pay for it. You, you, you're riding in the car with Obama. Osama? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the old World War II Ass, posters. gas, or grass. No, no when, you ri- when you ride alone, when you ride alone, you're riding with Hitler. Does anyone right. remember these propaganda yes. ads from World War II? Mussolini, <laughs> yeah. Because you're wasting gasoline, so you're riding with Hitler. Yeah, I remember alone. World War II. <laughs> yeah, we were all there. <laughs> and that was one of the highlights of 2015. World, World War II <laughs> ended finally. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now we can look forward to several decades of prosperity. <laughs> And cultural repression. Um, but Wait, great so outfits. What happened? They had so, an affair. So they had an affair. And then Todd, to get out of being caught, his caughtness was so complete, but he thought he could wriggle his way out by saying, well, look at these oh, right. other ridiculous accusations. Clearly none of them are true. <laughs> oh, the old one too. Right. <laughs> that was his great plan. That's like the plan like a six-year-old boy makes when he's like, oh, I smashed a vase. Well, maybe I'll just like, they'll think a bear came through if I just, just break Put mud everything. everywhere. I'll just, br- I'll make mud tracks through the house and they'll think it was the dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> basically exactly. Todd's plan. Oh, so that so, didn't go so well for Todd. That, I really wanted to include that one is kind of on a lighter note it's silly it's real so did he get like did they just figure yeah they, did they, he also just like make a new hotmail address like they're wow. not they're not part of the state assembly anymore yeah they're gone now they're good they're all, wah, set. Wah. they're all set for life sorry rat stacks or whatever damn rat damn, damn rat. rat rat stacks okay um Rat stack sounds Wouldn't like it be a, funny a if Disney you, rapper name. If you if you went to it is can you imagine Disney somebody can you imagine somebody in desperation like being like okay what is a blackmailer email address and they're like <laughs> they're like blackmail at hotmail.com blackmail like, at and it's hotmail. like and it's like that that has been taken would you <laughs> would you like blackmail 1982 One, blackmail exclamation point okay just really quick speaking to that end i had the worst uh, online dating moment happen the other day um i got a notification on my okcupid because i like don't know how to turn it off because i'm afraid they'll disable my account again when they like find out that i'm a sex worker it's already happened once but um i got a thing it's like hey you got a new message from adolf hipster one two three meaning adolf hipster was already taken so and he just oh. felt so attached to Adolf Hipster that he was like, "Nah, no. What about Adolf Hipster zero, one, two, three? <laughs> Adolf Hipster number one? Fuck. I guess uh. the Adolf no. <laughs> black, one, two, three. Uh, black underscore mail at hotmail.com. <sighs> yep. Ooh, black mail spelled M A. Nope. Nope. Anyway, okay. All right. So, were there any other lighthearted ones? For this year, okay. Before we get into like two two dark ones, campus rape. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I feel like okay. Really quickly though, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. I 2.0. haven't seen. Magic I haven't Mike. seen XL. Have you guys seen XL? No, no. no. I just know that the was America that really one was of the biggest? so. It was America was so. America loves it. 
they wanted to talk about it. I don't know how huge of a hit it was, but like it was a, a news story for a while. They were just like, you can men can be sexy and that's money. What I know when Magic Mike the first one came out, I wanted to do an entire forecast episode about it, but like somebody said it wasn't a good idea. But here we are. They made a sequel. It's still a huge deal. Magic Mike. Okay, Magic Mike number one. Film review, 30 seconds, go. Uh, it's it's actually not great. It's kind of a weird, um, you know, it meanders a little bit. But overall, um, dudes, loving dudes and the hustle together with dance moves. Yes. You're very good at being concise. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, uh, your S off. We <laughs> um, was going to go for a long time. So Sam? This way. I just like, you know, male gentrification is something that is near and dear to my heart. Did you say gentrification or objectification? <laughs> male Object. gentrification. Male okay. objectification. Very is, different. It's very near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I just like to see it go mainstream. Yeah. Absolutely. Possible. Also, you know, it is still a somewhat positive representation of sex work. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the first maybe hour, maybe even hour and a half of that movie, when I was watching it, I was like, I could watch this every day <laughs> of my life. And then the last yeah. third You're was like, What's happening? was so, uh, you know, it was just, I mean, from a like filmmaker's perspective, it was very disjointed. It was like, yeah. it was like they had to graft... An after-school special, yeah. Uh, like sex work will lead to hard drug use, not only hard right. drug use and partying, but uh, abuse and community falls apart and friendship isn't magic. It, yeah, what but we know it's not true. But like the werewolf from True Blood sewing a gold lame thong and then pumping. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a yeah. It's Wait, like huge. pumping his dick. He pumps his dick in the movie, and I have to say, I have read reviews by civilians of that movie where they're like, well, there's no full frontal nudity in it, and there's no actual penises in it. I'm like, you didn't know what you were seeing. Right. They didn't know. Yeah. Which is genius. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It's a Hats off to Magic Mike. Make a million I want a franchise. Let's do this. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and in the new movie, I haven't seen it, but I have <laughs> I read that... There's a lot more female subjectivity in it. There's a lot more like of the the women who are some of them are like women of a certain age, like mm. Annie McDowell, right? Like who are enjoying and objectifying the, the men. man candy. Nice. Yeah, and that's that's cool. And Elizabeth Banks, I love Elizabeth. Banks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But all in all, we're happy to see that happening in the theaters. Um, I feel like, okay, here's here's what what I'm thinking. I feel like we should talk about the campus rape thing, and then we'll do, we can just kind of do like very quickly, I think we should just basically shout out with happiness about trans visibility in gay marriage. Just kind of just be like, did that happen this year? Trans visibility in gay marriage. Oh, yeah, gay marriage did happen this year. Okay, it did happen. Yeah. Specifically gay marriage. I know trans visibility happened this year, but yeah, okay. in In a huge way. But I feel like last year was like, kind of the year that we talked about sexual assault in the military a lot. And this year, I feel like, just you know, there was obviously there was the Rolling Stone article that had to be retracted or was yes. found to be disputed. But I about feel like the that University was... University of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was one, like, tiny, like, sort of negative blip in what was overall, like, a shift in the conversation. And it was, like, an emphasis in the culture 
about sexual assault on campus and consent, consent. On, and alcohol on campus. Yeah. I mean, yes means yes was huge too, you yeah. know, like in that came sort of nearer to the end of the year. But I think as a result of all the conversations that started happening of just like, no, when somebody. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. He rapes someone, even when they're on a college campus, it doesn't mean you like shouldn't call the police, which like that was a very real part of my college experience. My girlfriend was definitely assaulted like in a, in a sorority or fraternity and like had to talk to campus and like shouldn't press charges. Like, yeah. what? What? And that's just been how we've lived for so long. But, and that's starting to change. But then it's complicated because there's this movie, The Hunting Ground, that is also this this documentary that now people are accusing it of being fabricated about mm. what... The mainstream media is trying to figure out how to talk about consent and the complications of it. And at least they're trying. Yes. At least they're, they're trying and they're like sort of in this like adolescent stage of talking about it. Right. But like it's, it, it's, I, I would always rather that things be on the table because repression right. and you know, like we've been talking about with all of these other rape accusations and sex scandals, like power can hide things that it doesn't, that 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 threaten it, its power, right? And accusations of doing immoral, unethical, and illegal things threatens to disrupt the status quo, and in addition to putting people in jail, and threatens the patriarchy and right. But we hate jail. Ah, like it's so complicated. No, I've never. I can, it's hard to root for jail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like, if yeah, okay, it is. Amazing. Yes. That people are trying, again, trying. People, that this is something, the more that we talk, the more that I feel that one thing that defined sex and gender in 2015 is that civilians and the mainstream press are like, Acting like they've uncovered all of these, all of a sudden they're like, like it's all maybe, new or f- maybe these like ethical quandaries will sell papers or right. you know whatever it is that they sell now, um, and they're they're trying, yeah, they're trying, and we're like, hey, if you would like to pay us to mm-hmm. give you a consultation on all the deep thinking we've been doing about this forever, yeah, then uh, we have a rate for that, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Um, this year, I mean, of course we saw, um, the overturning of, uh, defense of marriage act. Thank fucking God. Um, that happened and, and, and that was, um, you know, more than a long time coming, but also suddenly like uh, this like revelation of like, Oh, yep. Yeah. That's over. 
<laughs> we we finally everyone finally gets it. Everyone can finally agree that that was fucked up and weird, and we're over that now. And um, <clears throat> you know, I think we're starting to see the very beginnings of that around um, you know transgender folks. Yeah. And, um, and I was going to say, well, also just because so many of the mainstream big budget orgs now are turning to yeah. trans <laughs> trans issues because that's where there's more tension right. and where they can, you know, like kind of yeah. plow those fields a little bit more yeah. effectively. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, we got it. We've got to uh, acknowledge the nonprofit kind of industrial complex in terms of like how the, like they've made a ton of money off of campaigning uh, for gay marriage, marriage, equality. marriage equality and like, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. one thing that I would like to say that I think that we are going to see more and more of now that, it is legal for cisgender people of the same gender to marry <laughs> one another and stuff and things. Um, uh, gay marriage um, uh, is that the sex the the queer sexual deviants who have been thrown under the bus for many years now as respectability politics, gay rights have been making advances. Like we need to start speaking up and you know, I'm all for, I'm very happy to see gay marriage being legalized, like human rights, like let's get it done. And now we need to redistribute our efforts, our money, our airtime to talking about trans rights, talking about sex worker rights, talking about the rights of kinky people and polyamorous people and... And black people. Like, that's the main thing. And that's the real hero of 2015 is fucking Black Lives Matter. You know? That's the thing. I I didn't know how we could kind of talk about it. It's not really our area. Right. But that is like the real... That's the actual story of 2015, really. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And, uh... Um, I, I do know that in 2016, Kimberly Crenshaw is releasing a book on intersectionality. It's called Ooh, on intersectionality, even tight. though she coined that term, uh, I think in the eighties. Um, but I think that intersectionality is the new feminism, uh, more than focusing on cool. like, is there a fourth wave? Like, right. I think intersectionality has to be what feminism, what feminism is about. It yes. has to be what social justice is about. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so whores need to fight on behalf of people of color and listen to people of color. What they And also, of course, there are whores of color and right. sex workers of color, however they identify. And we need to centralize their voices. You know, that's... Absolutely. And I hope that we'll be doing that this yeah, year. I hope so, too. Um, but all in all... Let's end on the role of our uh, sex worker heroes of 2015. Speaking of, yes... Um, well, I mean, there's Zola's a at the top of the list. Zola's number. Not, I don't know. If, I don't know if she's number one, but she. But is, she's at the top of this list in order that I wrote it. Down, for right? for those of you, I, I, did, I did have the privilege of of writing about Zola um, uh, for for my column, um, the Horn Next Door. So, but if you have not read about you, if you have not read Zola's story, Google Zola's story right now and read it. Um, it was this sex worker who took to Twitter and wrote a crime novel and everyone <laughs> listened like and liked it so much more than Serial yeah. because Serial didn't have an actual ending whereas Zola's story did and I was so excited also the main thing about Zola's story is A 
everyone stopped and listened to a black working class sex worker talk about her experiences with trafficking. And nobody was... There was no gatekeeping. Yeah. Like nobody was like, okay, well in order to tell your story, you need to like use this language or you need to actually, can we like clean it up with a redemption narrative? It was just like (laughs) her story, her mind, her thoughts, her words. Yeah. Her. Yes, exactly. And her amazing sense of humor. Yeah. No, she killed it. She is definitely one of our heroes. When do we get our t-shirts? I heard that she was making apparel line. I need a vibing off of our hoism shirt. Today, it was not in my stocking. I want to talk to somebody. Santa, get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who Zola. are some other heroes? I would say number two, or not number two, but um, I'm going to go next with Heather. That's her only name she's known as. Yes. Um, she was in, what state was that? Do you remember? I don't remember. I think I it, was it was West here. Virginia. Oh. I think it's West Virginia, actually. Um, or Virginia. One of those two. <laughs> one of those two. Anyway, she, str- did she kill him? Or did she, like, did incapacitate she sh- she him? Until, him. She I couldn't know if she injured him until the cops got here or she ended his life. I, uh, the point is that she took a serial killer off of the streets single-handedly. In, 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 she, she was working, um, whether she identifies as a sex worker or not, um, and a client uh, met up with her and... Uh, I, I don't know what... West Virginia. It was in West Virginia. So I don't I know what made her uh, fear for her life, but she some, somehow he indicated to her, to put it lightly, um, that he had um, uh, ill intentions. He, and she, he oh, showed... Okay, okay, I'm just... No, I'm, please. I'm going to dive in. A man identified... As a 45-year-old, oh, identified as 45-year-old Neil Falls, was killed by a woman he met in the escort section of Backpage.com. He showed up at the woman's home last week armed with a gun, live or die, he allegedly asked her when she opened the door. Then he began choking her. Um, she grabbed the gun and she shot behind her. And, and then he, they found a kill kit yes. in his car and a list of other names, many other Women who were advertising on back pages. So literal hero. This yes. woman was a literal... And like going back to... Lifetime you know, movie. Lifetime movie. Um, <laughs> and, you know, of course we want to consider people's privacy. Who knows if she was out to friends and family or like what her situation was. She hasn't, you know, been all over, you know, the view or anything like that. Um, but I would say she was underappreciated, undercongratulated, undervalued. And we want under to... Underhyped. Like under People should have just hyped her up. But... I would say that, um, nothing. I was just going to be like, but next. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to like underhyped, underhyped. Yeah. Look at you. We were about to underhype. We were like, yeah, yeah, she was underhyped, but let's get to the real story. Jerk face. No, um, Heather was great. Um, we want to, we, we did talk about her on the podcast, I think, or the column at some point. Um, but yeah, huge deal. Awesome. Way, way to go. Way to go to be a fucking like actual real life. Maybe we should all take some self-defense classes in. Yeah. My muggle friends have been like, excuse me, why don't you take self-defense? I, that's my New Year's resolution, I think. Awesome. It's a good exercise. It is. And it's also it's fun to hit people and get hit. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wait. Can <laughs> you guys... It, Sam. Can you guys, can you guys see <laughs> Sam getting a job as the guy who wears the like yes. big block outfit? we starting has, a new business. But, <laughs> but is that a little creepy because we all know how much of a boner it would give? <laughs> 
I would matter. never put myself in that position because it would give me a boner. Whorecast sponsored. That's so sad. You can't classes. make money doing something because it will give you a boner. I think we can solve that. I think we can solve I mean, that problem. If it's consensual. What, is there like as long a dev- as it's consensual. Do you no, think that we'll there's like this. a device that he could wear <laughs> that will keep him from getting a boner? I love having both of you on the podcast. <laughs> girl, bu- this is why we need a girl bullies only podcast. That's what I'm saying. No. Yeah, um, girl bullies podcast every once in a while. We wait, okay, we're out. starting to wrap up. But yeah, before we wrap, we wrap up, up, Margaret Cho, Amnesty International, all the heroes. No, come on. No, we need oh. to. That's, that's not. We're not. No. Okay. I also want to. I, I do also want to talk about Rent Boy. Yeah. Oh, we, we have three major things Forgot to talk about. about. A, yes. We're all really stoked that Mar- Margaret Cho, fabulous comedian, came out of the closet about doing sex work. <laughs> about doing sex work in the past. Every group needs their celebrity. Every group. We're so excited. Um, I do have one major bone to pick with Margaret Cho, though. What's that? Why doesn't she want to hang out with us? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Why isn't she here every, right now being our best friend? Everybody wants a piece of Margaret Cho. I'm, I'm just saying she should give uh, some to us. I'm just saying she should be on the show. That's all I'm saying. She should be friends. We, it, I think we would really get along. It could happen. I think it can. Margaret Cho, let's hang out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. That's all we're all saying. Um, who was the other one? Um, Amnesty International. They are the main heroes, I think. Yeah. And They're, that kind of and that's tied with Rent Boy. It it certainly is. Um, oh, um, there's a lot to talk about with the Rent Boy raid. I was working in a full-time position in sales and marketing at Rent Boy when we were raided by Homeland Security. Um, and uh, the business had been around for almost 20 years, providing a space for mostly male-identified uh, escorts to post classified ads. Um, and uh, it was really devastating. I will speak for myself and say that it was really devastating to lose my job, especially since it is the first full-time salaried healthcare job that I have had in after 10 years of doing sex work and a place where I didn't have to pretend to be something that I'm not. And, uh, everybody, I was hired because of my deep understanding of the community, not because I did a good job hiding. Uh, and so for Homeland Security to take away my like, uh, honest, uh, American job, um, felt, ironic and um many many other people also lost their jobs that day more uh the the real heroes of the rent point raid are the six people who were arrested um who are all now out on bail and facing all of the criminal charges um and um they are going to be dealing with a lot of legal stuff in 2016 and maybe for years to come they're taking a free speech stance last that I've heard, like what I've heard through the grapevine. Um, and we're going to see that story is definitely not over. And what happens with that? I hope that the mainstream press pays as much attention to what subsequently happens um, with um, the legal 
stuff um, as they did to the raid. I also think that this is a time that male privilege can be used in the service of the sex worker rights movement because it is weird and funny and all too predictable and appropriate that um, (laughs) uh, women and trans people have been fighting for sex worker rights for so fucking long and then the government comes for the dudes, um, lovely, wonderful dudes all who also deserve human rights, Um, but everybody was like, huh, that doesn't really make sense shouldn't they be allowed to do that right. and uh and nobody we wanted like, to talk trafficking and nobody. we're yeah and nobody was like oh no who's exploiting them they couldn't have thought it up themselves um and uh so yeah so yeah so i uh, i i think that Homeland Security was um, properly shamed by the mainstream press this year for mm. um, for what they did. Um, but Always under, never home <laughs> under shame. Homeland Security, um, <laughs> but, but yes, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, the, uh, just as an example, I mean that happened two, maybe almost three months after the Supreme Court, um, you know, legalized uh, gay marriage nationally. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, that is an example, I think, of the, like, trash that Homeland Security is, like, trying to take down now that they're, like, and then, you know, that, uh, anyway, I obviously, like, am full of feelings um, <laughs> it, <laughs> um, about it, but, um, I, I, you know, I think that Rent Boy represented, um, like, queerness and sex work and, like, perceived perversion and deviancy. All you have to do is read the complaint from Homeland Security, which is totally available online. Didn't see how homophobic it is um, and, and how sexphobic it is um, to, uh, to understand that. And, um, and I think that it, you know, is like sort of like a last, you know, like one of these like last ditch efforts to like try to like suppress, suppress like perceived deviancy and perversion, like in light of, you know, the perversion of gay love um, being, Right. being legal in that way anyway so now i will step off my my soapbox i really have not been able to to talk about it very much so it feels yeah. really cathartic to be able to talk about it on the forecast and um and there are rent boy um legal defense funds um that are easy to find and i'm sure we can post in our show notes as well um, yeah. but if anybody can do what they can to support them and also not let that story die um uh that that would be really that would be great yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, all right. Thank so, in twenty, oh, thank you ahead. so much for yeah. talking about that. We need. Um, yeah. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for letting me. Yeah. And like, it was it it was so surreal with the the rent boy thing because you know we had experienced um you know a couple years ago or about a year ago when my red book was shut down. Absolutely. So it was like, and I wasn't advertising on rent boy, so it affected me differently. But I know right. you know you were working there, yeah. and also like in June when we went to New York to do a show like we we hung out with people from rent boy you know you were already working there we went to like you know this rooftop party it was celebration it was pride doma had just been overturned everything felt like i'm getting goosebumps like just thinking about it and it felt you know we we met all these incredible people and then and and the thing about rent boy is that it wasn't just an advertising platform it was also community and they people were were in community with sex workers building resources and vibrancy and you know actively fighting against sex worker stigma that's right and i said and actively fighting against sex worker isolation as well and like so it felt all the more intense to have um that that um raid 
come down. And it's yeah. exciting that the story isn't over, though, because at the same time that this Rent Boy thing happened, another thing happened this year, which was Amnesty Intera- International, yes. as well as the World Health Organization, um, you know, Lambda Legal, and a whole score of, of not score, but getting close, getting close, dozen, a dozen maybe uh, or so yeah. um, human rights organizations and LGBT organizations came out in support of sex workers' rights, um, which means that as we move forward in this fight we have more allies and we have allies with legitimacy (laughs) (laughs) and uh 2015 we legalized gay Mm -hmm. and 2016 we're gonna legalize ho i think so you think so no no, <laughs> I don't either. But maybe I thought it was a nice. I thought it was a nice send off. That was a nice <laughs> wrap up to the podcast. To say that. But the, we're we're getting closer, and I think that 2016 is definitely going to be sweet. I think that it's sweet 16 year. I'm. I think that's my. That's what I think. It's definitely going to be sweet. Are regardless. we going to have like an extravagant party? Mm-hmm. Is Nicki <laughs> is Nicki Minaj going to play? Mm-hmm. If we can get her on the phone, <laughs> we're working on Miley. Actually, you know, so, um, you know, Miley. Miley came out in support as, of, as, of gay. I feel like gay. She, if we did, could get did, a celebrity to be like the anti Gwyneth Paltrow to be like, no, horse, they're awesome. It could be, it Miley. Would be Miley. It might it be Miley. Be, yeah, Miley's identifying as gender queer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Miley Cyrus is like a sophomore year women's studies major who like just found out about everything and needs to tell everyone and. I don't mind that. And there's nothing, yeah. and that's nothing wrong with that. Still, she's still working on. You don't think she'll be gender queer till graduation? Yes, mm. I think she will be. <laughs> so we got to get her before then. <laughs> Miley, if you need to give us a call, thewhorecast at gmail.com. We're waiting. Margaret too. We're just ready to hang out. We're, <laughs> Anyone, we're here. We're, we're waiting. Here. We're ready. We've got champagne in the fridge. Miley would fit in. She here. would. Yeah. Was that was it Margaret. Margaret completely I mean, completely, duh. We don't even need to talk about that. Completely. All right, you guys. It's 2016. We love you. I hope that you are with people you love who think that you're beautiful and cool and awesome. I hope that you're eating black-eyed peas and collard greens for luck and money. That's what we do in my family, and we have... um, It's time to eat now. Oh, thank God. The beans are ready. I know you've been so hungry for so long and so cranky. So let's let's feed little Sammy. How about that? All right. We got to get out of here. Donnie Service, thank you so much for being here and making us sound good. Um, Sam Solo, you're the best. I'm trying. <laughs> we can find him at girlbullies.com. Tina Horn, ugh, I love you. <laughs> it's so exciting. TinaHorn.net. TinaHorn.net for everything. Why are people into that? Follow that podcast. Get excited about it. Buy the sexting book. And we'll see you soon. We'll see you next week, actually. I'm hungry for the future. Wait, wait, wait. What's happening next week at Why Are People Into That? I'm not sure yet. Okay, never mind. I need to go back to New York. (laughs) It's It's nice to be here in sunny Oakland. (laughs) It loves you. It loves you. But you guys, um, until next week, I think we're back. I'm Susie Q. And that's Tina Horn. And that's Sam Solo. We're the Horcast. Signing off. Peace, bro. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.